Welcome to Opinion Havers, a movie podcast for children named Gertrude. I'm Cody. And I'm Bertrude. <laughs> Tyler, uh, sorry, Bertrude, what did we watch? We watched Violent Night. Violent Night, you know, it's, it's the holidays, and uh, sometimes you need Christmas cheer, but you also, you need a little carnage as well. Mm-hmm. And that's when you turn, there aren't a lot of movies that deliver on that formula. And uh, I would say Violent Night is is uh, is going for it, wouldn't you? I mean, yeah. I'd say it's got at least as much carnage as um, like the Santa Claus. Almost. I mean, he falls off a roof, dude. Yeah. Tyler, you want to tell us what the premise of uh, Violent Night is? Give us a little I, synopsis. I'd love to. All right, Santa's out here. He's delivering presents, all right? He's there. He's over it, Cody. I'll tell you what. It's classic. Santa's over it, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, then, you know, he through Christmas magic and the belief and love of a little girl finds what Christmas is all about again, right? And he rediscovers his love and his passion for Christmas and, you know, saves saves the day, saves Christmas and brings a family closer together, you know? And oh, yeah. There you have it. Through the power of uh, violence. I didn't bring violence into any of that, Cody. I was just, I was spitting <laughs> facts. Yeah. You're the one saying it was violent, right? I would, um, I would enjoy watching this movie with someone who didn't know it was a uh, action movie. <laughs> that would be a good time. Like, oh my goodness, did you hear? David Harbour, he's in a spinoff of the Santa Claus. Do you want to watch it with me? Like, absolutely, I do. That sounds like a good time. Well, Tyler, so, I'm assuming you watched this movie. Do you want to give me your, uh, your hot take on it? Cody, I, I liked this movie. No way. Yeah. I think, uh, I think it might be, it's up there for me, you know? Might be my new is favorite gonna Christmas be, movie. Is this going to be a Bergstrom holiday classic? Yes. Every year, I'll sit the kids all down right. and we're all going to watch this movie together. <laughs> you and your... Uh, family of uh seal stuffed harbor seals yeah yeah (laughs) Yeah. just us and the seals got gerald gerald yeah got junior junior yeah you got uh junior junior yeah um what's the lady one what's her name genie 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 they're all with genies cody genie genie well but you gotta say like jenny pronounce it genie you know how like uh you know um I think her name, no, I'm not, I'm not 100% on this one, Cody. I don't know, you know, it's hard to tell. But you know how um, British people pronounce Jenny? No. And sometimes <laughs> they'll say Ginny. And some, so they say Ginny, right? Sometimes mm-hmm. you meet a Ginny and it's G-I-N-N-Y. Sometimes you meet a Ginny and it's J-E-N-N-Y. Sometimes you meet them and they're spelled differently than that. And those people, their parents can't spell. I say that I'm married to a person whose parents couldn't spell and they're like no we wanted it to be unique no you didn't know how to spell benjamin so instead of just saying how do you spell benjamin you just winged it and now i have a brother-in-law named ben german right well isn't that an homage to uh i don't know was he conceived in germany or what uh no but his dad did marry a german lady later in life so well there it was a prophecy that's pretty cool Look, it, you don't need to spell if you can prophesy the future. All right. Let me tell you that right now. Right. Wow. Well, Tyler, well, Tyler I'll tell you this. 
Uh, I enjoyed this one as well. I had a good time. There were a lot of people in the theater. I think they enjoyed it as well. And, uh, you know, it's a fine thing to balance holiday cheer and um, blood. And I thought they did a pretty good job at it, you know? Yeah. I will say this. So it's not, you know. Yeah. So uh, I was going to say, it's like spoilers. There's no spoilers to what I'm about to say, Cody. We're not in the zone yet. Oh, good. Right. But as I was watching it, I was like, this really seems like like one of those like Swedish or Norwegian action movies. And I freaking love those movies, but I can, I always have a hard time following like at all what's happening mm. with the subtitles. Cause here's the thing about those, these movies. I love those movies. They're amazing. They're the coolest movies on the planet and we should all just mm. bow down and accept that they are killing it in ways that no other country ever will. Mm. But when you want to talk about like those subtitles whipping by, <laughs> They talk so fast it's, and they talk very so much frequently. Yeah, it's high octane action. Also high octane dialogue and subtitles. High so stakes. Like it'd be like two sentences of subtitles and then they're just gone in a second. And you're like, I don't know what's <laughs> happening. <laughs> I wasn't paying attention. No one said a word for an hour and a half. They've just been killing yeah. each other. But I love it. Man, I need to get my hands on some of these uh, Swedish action movies. I don't know if I've seen too many. Here's some spoilers for every Swedish action movie. They're a Viking, a reincarnation of a Viking, or a descendant of a Viking. And they're going Viking on them. And you know what, Cody? I'll tell you what, that is not far off from uh, what we just watched. Every. Here's the thing about Norway, Sweden, Finland, all those places. Mm -hmm. That's where the Vikings were from. No way. Yeah. They rode the boats? Yeah. They got the they boats. They did the pillaging? Mm-hmm. They did the plundering? Mm-hmm. Yeah. They discovered they America? How dare you, idiot. Do you remember when we were kids when you were, that was like the stupidest theory anybody had ever put forward? And now it's like, oh, yeah, no, we discovered like 50 cities they built or something, you know, like in Canada. Yeah. It's like, yeah, no, it's like a whole set. They're like, yeah, but they were only there for an hour. And then it's like, nah, they were there. Like, they settled there. For a while. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. And some Man. some guy was like, I might think maybe Damascus Steel was the Vikings steel. And they're like, idiot. That's from Damascus. And they're like, they never went to Damascus. And then it's like, oh, but they did. Oh. Isn't that crazy? Man. There's that here. They're like killing it somewhere. And they're like, nah, we like it better where we were at. And they just go back. And like, you just... No one else has ever gone there and you just left. Yeah. The Vikings, yeah. they, they went all over. There are the other place. people. This is their entire legacy, like Christopher Columbus. You know, it's like if he hadn't done that, we wouldn't give two dips about who he ever was. The Vikings were like, yeah, we did it. But, you know, yeah, we wanted to go back. Yeah. We were doing we had better stuff going on. I mean, can you blame them? Have you seen the I mean, like just, you know, have you seen what it's like in Norway? I mean, if you've seen their their houses. In all of Scandinavia, they got pretty houses. Mm-hmm. They got beautiful landscapes. You're trying to tell me you land in England and you're like, yeah, this seems wet <laughs> and worse. <laughs> oh, man. Stupid England. Well, yeah. Tyler, should we? Uh, is there anything else we need to say about this movie? Nah, I think we'll just get into it, you know? Cody, get in the I'm sleigh. Ready. Hop, hop in the sleigh. Get in, right? in the sleigh. Get in the sleigh. 
You good to drive? You good to I'm drive good. that sling? I mean, like, I think, you know, you heard. <laughs> they do most of the work. Little. Yeah. <laughs> they do most of the work. They know where they're going. Oh, man. Well, Tyler, let's talk about, let's talk about how you feel about it, you know? And uh, do you want to go first? That's I what can I want go to know. first. If you're, I know it's been an eternity since you watched the movie. So you probably mm. don't remember any of it. So I can mm-hmm. go first if you need me to. I mean, you know, why not? It's the holidays. I'll show some a little kindness and I'll give you this gift. Oh, okay. Okay. All right. All right. Sure. Okay. All right. I got my timer. Here we go. <clears throat> Throw my throat out. Go down mm-hmm. and tell you about this movie. All right. So we're in the spoiler zone. We're in the spoiler town, USA, right? About to spoil this movie. It's about Santa Claus, all right? He's Santa Claus. He's real, all right? That's the spoiler of the movie, okay? He comes in here. He's he's over it, like I said, right? Talk about these kids. I love it, you know, because everybody's always like, they always do these movies where it's like, oh, Santa's over it. But then it's like, oh, but it's about Santa, so we got to make it about kids. So I appreciate it where they're like, it's about Santa. But he's he's like, I've been doing this. You kids, kids these days, you know, her hardiger, you know what I'm saying? Like that kind of attitude. But he could like really like he could puke on a bar owner, all that stuff, you know. But it's like, oh, it's magical. But then Santa throws up on you. But it's still magical because he's Santa Claus. Anyway, you know, he's doing his thing. Everybody wants video games and cash. So, you know, all you kids out there asking for video games and cash, you're the reason Santa hates his job. So, you know, maybe do better. All right. That's all I'm saying. Maybe ask for the kinds of stuff I asked for when I was a kid. Like video games and cash, all right? <laughs> but, then, you know, I love it. So it takes place. So, right, the, then it's like, oh, we got this rich family. They're the other people. They're the people that are going to get got, right? Santa's got to save the day of these rich people, okay? I, I, I live nearby Connecticut, all right? What is it? Where was it, Cody? It was like some heart, heart, it's not Hartford, uh, something Connecticut. I could just tell you. I know what you're going to ask me, Cody. You're going to be like, is this what it's like, Cody? I got to tell you, these people. It's not like Kansas City where you could be like, oh, hey, how you doing? You shake hands with a dude and then 20 minutes later you find out, oh, that guy is $400 million fortune, you know, and owns like the third largest potato chip factory in the world or something. I don't know what they would do. You know, don't give me that look. You know, here it's like they're like they look down on you. They're like, you're the worst, less dirt than your human dirt. And then it's like. You are, uh, here's what I want to say to those people, but 99% of you not rich enough to have that attitude. All right. I will come to your house and, and you, all right. Warren Buffett fight me. All right. That's what I'm saying. And you're saying he lives in Nebraska. I'm saying, shut up, Cody. I want to fight Warren Buffett to the death. I'm out here defending these rail workers rights with bare knuckle boxing an 80 something, 90 something. I don't know how old he is too old, old man. right? They're having a grand old time, Cody. Let's talk about them just having just this grand old time. Let me ask you this question, Cody. Spoilers. Son stole the money. When did he go get the money? They show up. Then they're in the thing. At what point is he? Is that what he was doing? That's what he was doing when they didn't hear from him the whole day. When he was supposed to be taking little what's her face. Uh, it's probably Lucy, right? It's always Lucy, right? Um, It's Trudy, right? Gertrude. Trudy. But that makes her sound like, a, what'd she say, a whore, a stripper? What did he make? What did the mom say? I don't know. The grandma was, grandma's mean, right? 
So they, I mean, they're out there. They're doing the, they're doing the thing. That's probably what he was doing. He's like, sorry, I didn't take you to see Santa. I was busy stealing almost three hundred million dollars from my mom. Because you know, here's the thing about these movie, money heists and movies. You know, classic movie money heist. Which then you said, I remember Cody. Let me take you back, not to go on a tangent here, but when the movie Money Heist was announced, you're like, <laughs> what other kind of heist is there? And then I proceeded to list, what, 10 other kinds of heists that you could possibly do that don't include money at all? I don't know. Jewels? Gold? Anything else besides money, Cody. You can heist literally anything. That's what I'm saying. So I'm saying it's a dumb name, but you picked the wrong thing to go after, Cody. And now, you, Cody, just... But here's the thing about Money Heist, right? Not the movie, the Money Heist in this movie. It's a movie within a movie, Money Heist. Why do they always leave giant... like? They they like ten thousand dollars in randomly scattered hundred dollar bills always on the ground to show like yeah no we took the money and it's like you could have just taken all of the money it's in bags how did it get out of the bags did you just take a wad throw it at the fans so it went everywhere and then take the rest of the money is that what you did because it's in sealed bag it was in boxes in bags in boxes in a vault how did so much of it end up on the ground. How so much? How does so much of it always end up on the ground in these movies? Also, Cody, my last point is: I thought the the main dude, the the traitor boy, I thought, oh, he killed Santa. Now he becomes Santa. And tell me that's not what you try to just try to tell me that's not what you thought was about to happen. <laughs> uh, Tyler, I have so much to say about what you just said. Look, I got to get into mine. All right, I got to just start. Look. Are you telling me you thought it was the Santa Claus? You're telling me Violent Night is just Santa Claus part six, five? We're doing a TV show, right? I don't know. We're all over the place. <laughs> it would look. I think that would have taken this movie to the next level. If he killed Santa and then he turned into Santa and then he was like, if Santa Claus was like a curse, that like a blood curse that, that has passed on through warriors, That'd be pretty great. And honestly, maybe there's a sequel there for this movie somewhere in there. Anyway, it didn't look. Santa came back to life. That's the way it goes. All right. I got a bone to pick with these people that are stealing large amounts of cash money because look, $300 million, that's a lot of money. But it's dumb to take all the money and burn the bridge with your family. All right. Here's what you do. You still betray your family. You still steal money. But you take like... $10 $10 million, which is, I don't know, 3% or something of what we're looking at. It's not much. You take the $10 million and you don't say nothing to nobody. They're obviously not out here counting this money. It's just sitting in this vault. Also, if that lady lost $10 million, I don't think she'd worry about it one bit. How often, how often are they go through this money and counting it? You know what I'm saying? You skim a little off the top and you move on and you stay under the radar. That's how you do it, okay? I would be a way better son of a terrible uh, rich family, you know? I would do it right. I would bet- I would betray so good. Let's talk about this. This was a, it's a pretty good movie. It's a hard thing to do, you know? Because they didn't just go for the action movie route. They added some comedy in there, but also they went all in and they said, no, we're actually there's going to be a little Christmas message. We're going to have you got to believe in Santa Claus. You got to reawaken the child in, you you know, and Santa's going to fulfill this wish. All right. 
And that's hard to do. I felt the holiday cheer. I also felt the holiday carnage. And that I admire that a lot about this movie. It's not easy to do, okay? You know, holiday spirit left and right. And I like I like that they're basically saying this is an action movie, but instead of using just guns, we're going to use Christmas props, all right? Let's talk about some of the Christmas props they use in this movie to murder people. Christmas lights, check, all right? Christmas star, check. Candy canes, check, all right? We got a lot of really, we got snowballs, we got icicles, all the holiday cheer, but used for murder. Fire pokers, holiday booze. We got a lot of good stuff going. And that's what I, that, that makes for a good movie, I would say. Okay. I think David Harbour did a great job with this Santa Claus. I think David Harbour, look, he's getting a lot of work, but I still think he's a little underrated. I think he can, I think he can do a lot. I'm really sad that his Hellboy thing didn't work out because I think he's a good actor. <clears throat> ho, ho, ho. No one laughs like that. All right. No one laughs like ho, ho, ho. David Harbour did perhaps. What I'm going to say is the best interpretation of ho, ho, ho ever in a, in a holiday film. All right. I've never seen someone who's like, oh, 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 that size ho, ho, ho. I was like, that felt natural. It felt right. It brought me a lot of holiday cheer to watch him, you know, laugh about stuff. I thought he did a great job. I like, I really identify with this character except for the alcoholism. But, you know, <clears throat> he's out here. He's a cookie snob. Just like me, I could really, I really felt a bond with Santa Claus. He's out here, you got the cookies, the bad milk, you know, and he's not happy. Then he gets the homemade cookies. He's like, oh, yeah, this is the good stuff. I'm going to stuff some in my pockets for later. That's what's up. He dumps out the milk. He fills it with the booze, the pre-war stuff, you know, the good stuff. And uh, I really appreciated. I really appreciate it. You know, he's out here, he's washed out, he's burnt out, but he still appreciates a good cookie. And uh, I feel like that's, you know, that's what life's, that's that's how life goes sometimes. I would be really happy if they did a sequel to this movie. You know, why don't, why can't we have Santa Claus the Avenger? You know, he's out here, he's not just delivering presents, he's also dealing justice, all right? He's avenging people. That's, you know, I think they should do it. I think they should go for it. <clears throat> they got some good holiday props. My other favorite one, the toy bag. How fun was it to have a, a you know, a fight scene where the he's got to pull out weapons from the toy bag. All right. I think I'm going to be honest. That scene could have been five minutes longer. I wouldn't have gotten sick of it. You know? Oh, I know what you mean. You Bro, feel me? me? Just swallow this bagel I'm eating. Stop. <laughs> Stop the bagel. Look. I, there's, there's multi, I got a whole package of bagels here. I like, allotted I so minutes. much time for you to eat your first bagel. I'm halfway Tyler, through let's this talk bagel. About, let me interrupt you for one second because I got to talk oh. about bagels. Um, You know, how do you take your bagels? Like them hot, you like them cold, you toast them? Right now they're not toasted. Uh, I do mm-hmm. like a good toasted one, but usually I just take them straight with some plain cream cheese, you know? Yeah, yeah. I'm Look, I'm all about the plain cream cheese. Not that I... I'm opposed to any other type of cream cheese, but I think a good bagel just needs a little cream cheese. You know, Mm -hmm. I don't need special cream cheese. I just need the real move. And it's hard to do because you have to live in a bagel city like New York or Montreal or somewhere, but you just get a hot bagel and you just eat it. Maybe you dip it in some cream cheese. That's it. You don't cut it. You don't toast it. It's a fresh bagel. It was cooked 10 minutes ago and you just eat it. It's honestly, it's life changing. Yeah. Look, I'm, you know, they got bagels around here and I eat them sometimes. Yeah. 
Yeah, you're you're living you're living in a part of the country where you can get a bagel. Yeah, I don't like live a good in one. New York or Montreal. Yeah, but you know it's it's there's sort of like a you know it bleeds out. Yeah, I want you're you to close know that when you to said, New York that it's like you know when you said New York or Montreal that would I just need you to know in my mind that'd be like me saying like yeah when you live in like a barbecue city like you know like like Houston Texas or. Los Angeles, California, you know, mm-hmm. places known for their barbecue. Mm-hmm. It's like, look, I agree with what one of those. Yeah. What? With the other look, one? I got to tell you, is Montreal Alaska, a bagel city? Yes, it is. Did I know that until I went there? No, I did not. But I will tell you this. I've had New York bagels. I've had Montreal bagels. The bagels in Montreal are better. They simply aren't. I don't know. You know, it hurts me a little bit to say it as an American. But I think Montreal is beating us. I think the French Canadians are beating us at the bagel game. You know? Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, they they put cocaine in it. That's the key ingredient. There. Yeah. Well, yeah. The FDA is really messed with, you know, how good our you bagels know, can be. They took cocaine out of our Coca-Cola. They took cocaine yeah. out of the bagels. Bring hashtag. What are they going to take cocaine, cocaine out of next? You know? They're out here taking cocaine out of our bears. Are you going to oh see cocaine bear? Oh my gosh, bear? yes, the cocaine bear. <laughs> I, you know, it's funny because I listened to some true crime podcasts, and so I heard a whole like hour long breakdown of the real cocaine bear story. Um, Can I just give so a quick anyway, shout out to? I, yeah. I have to imagine it's the same marketing company that did both of these movies. Yeah, shout out to marketing team behind Smile and Cocaine Bear. Because mm-hmm. I heard about the news story of Cocaine Bear mm-hmm. right before they started announcing, like, and thought that would be awesome if they made like a movie out of it. And then, like, within a month, I saw ads for the movie, and I'm yeah. like, these guys freaking killed it, you know? Because you know they went around to like all those true crime podcasts and like all the Reddit's and stuff, and they're like, hey, you heard about this thing that definitely nobody ever would have heard about had they not been making a movie out of it, where yeah. a bear ate. A ton of cocaine. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, that, and then like the smile buying like all of the seats behind the the home plate, at like all the baseball games, and just hiring mm-hmm. people to stand there and smile. Like, killing. Pretty it. smart. Pretty yeah. smart. Oh, yeah. There's social engineering us, and I, I'm here. I'm here to be socially engineered. All right. Oh, yeah. You know, as long as it's done well, I don't mind it. Oh, no. I accidentally, my eye just caught, I'm on, I got IMDb open because, you know, we're talking about this movie. Yeah. And I just <laughs> caught a peek at some of the user lists. Lists created by IMDb users. Carry On cast, MCU Eternals, okay. 1980s, people who look like twins, that's a list. Eyes, that's a list. I don't know what that means. <clears throat> also dudes. So <laughs> I got... Look, I can't click on any of this stuff for the sake of my, you know, my cookies and where this will lead me in the future. But man, I have so many questions for the people that made these lists. Okay, sorry. Can I just tell you right now real quick? Yeah. So I also have six lists. It is six lists that say movies, (laughs) variations of 2022 and movies. Movies of 2022. 2022 movies. Movies 22. 2022 films. Films of 2022. That's all it is. (sighs) <sighs> you don't got eyes or dudes nope just <laughs> oh, movies man. just movies that exist in the year 2022 
There are 203 people on this eyes list. I don't even. All right. Tyler, let's talk about. Here's my thing. <clears throat> I like this movie. I liked it a lot. I do have a couple of qualms with the movie. All right. right. So I, they're not that major, but I, I have a couple. I did. Number one. Try. You know, um, I think. I don't know. Some of the characters I needed. This is Bailey's point. We need the dad. Trudy's dad to be like more average looking or hot. And he was like this weird mix of like his face was just wrong enough, you know, like just a little too long in some spots that it was like distracting. Okay. And I think in some ways he does actually look like a, you know, he's a pretty good, well cast for like a trust fund kid, but also for like the dad, I, you know, I don't know. There was something off about that. Okay. It's, I know it's a little pick. A little, little nitpick, as they say. Number two, they had all the fun holiday code names. I thought that was great. And then they never returned to him. I thought it was going to be like Die Hard, where it's like, oh no, it's a point that, you know, he's crossing names off the list or he's... And it just, it seems like it never comes into play. So it's like, they throw it out there, but it never materializes into anything, okay? Yeah, well, okay and then my now, last... Oh no, sorry, oh. go ahead. Go ahead, I'll, I'll, no, go ahead, I'll, go ahead. I'll rebut. Go ahead. Well, so, um, I, my last one is just, it seems like, I think the movie is decently well-written, but they're, you know, some of the times they used some of their swearing was like, you're just, it seems like you're swearing to swear or swearing because you think maybe it'll make them sound like cooler, but it doesn't, I just needed it to be a little bit more well-placed, you know? I wish they had tapered it back a tiny bit and peppered it in more at the right moments, you know? So I think there's just... I think this movie's like one or two small rewrites away from being like an excellent script. And instead, it's just like a pretty good script. That's my opinion. What now rebut me a little bit. So it's about the, the code names, right? So mm-hmm. when I feel like anytime had they used them more, right? To your own point, it's a bit like, you know, like Cody, you would never call your stepsister stepsister, right? But there are films out there where they say it all the time, right? You know, Swedish films, probably. But yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, I don't know. You know, most people only watch the first like five, 10 minutes of the film. So it's hard to say, right? <laughs> Stop. But uh, so they don't. Stop. I mean, they're not using the code names, but I felt like they anytime they had to specify who they were talking to, like over the radio, they called each other by their code names. Let's talk yeah. about the real injustice of the code name that mm-hmm. Santa never fought Krampus. And that drove me uh, nuts. Yeah, I thought I did. I thought he was going to be like the last big fight before the, You know, I thought he was going to be like the big pre-boss as part of like the big final set piece. And then, yeah, he ended up getting torched by the trust fund kids. So that you know, and it's okay. And they never use like it's like you know, Krampus was the only one that I kind of cared about. That wanted like I wanted him to be like I wanted some Krampus lore easter eggs dropped in you know mm. like in the way they killed him or have him and santa fight or something yeah because i mean he i do did what krampus do does right that. he scared well, the kids and in the start he has like some really good one-on-one fights with like when he's doing the fight where they have they're wrapping the christmas lights around each other like and so i thought that was all leading up to you know i thought it was going to be like oh there's going to be like six to eight action set pieces and it's going to be revolved around each one of the different henchmen and and i really thought krampus was going to be like the big final one and so it was yeah i did want to see that for sure yeah 
I will say this. I think this movie, I want to give a shout out to the movie, to the writers and directors for, I felt like, so the, the director, it is made by a, a Scandinavian director and all that. Right. So it's and he's the guy that makes, he makes it like those action movies, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know where he's from, uh, Norway, of course. But, um, so it's a thing, you know, so he makes those movies and I do appreciate this movie for ha- keeping that same, it obviously had a tone and wasn't trying to game its gore and violence and swearing to either like go so hard onto the R or avoid getting the R rating. It was just like, no, no, this is how violent, like it didn't show yeah. a lot of the like impact moments. There was a lot of just blood splatter. Which mm-hmm. I feel like has become real popular recently where it's like, oh no, we're rated R? All right. Let's like shove a drill through someone's butthole. You know, like, and like, <laughs> yeah. let's make you watch it for 45 seconds. So you're just sitting there watching it. We're like, yeah, you like that? Don't you, nerds? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And it's not like, oh, now we're just going to cut out and you're going to hear a guy go, and then it's that's the whole thing you get when you lead up to what oh yeah no a guy's about to get killed with a drill right yeah i liked that they were like no no it's in between also i do feel it's funny anytime swearing comes up in the movies and us reviewing i do find it funny because i went through a period i'm trying to be better about it where i mm-hmm. swore too much cody so mm-hmm. much so that me and my roommate were like i was so scared that we were going to be like in like at work or in a professional setting and start swearing as much as we do in, outside of work um, to where I think we both tried really hard to stop as much as we were. But it was very much like I didn't even feel like they swore that much. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah. Well, where, for me, it was like it was always like the soldier swearing. Mm-hmm. But it also wasn't like, you know, it wasn't like action movie swearing, like in Die Hard, where he's got like his catchphrase. And you're like, oh, there's the F bomb. You know, it was always just kind of like. I don't know. Soldiers sound off and they're like, we, you know, I don't know. For me, it just didn't, uh, I wanted it. I wanted it more strategically placed, I guess. Yeah. Well, soldiers, I mean, are known for, which it is funny. I've, I've gone through this with my wife because did you have anybody in your family that was military or anything? Just your, you have your Uh, your dad. Uncle. Well, yeah. Cousins, uncle, grandparents. Did they swear a lot or did they No, were they good boys? Clean, clean boys. They didn't swear too much. So even though like my brothers didn't swear, even swear that much, but I, I have taken it for granted in a weird way, how present the military has been in my life growing up. Mm. Right. Mm-hmm. Cause like, Oh, we'll be watching stuff or doing stuff. Like uh, my wife recently just found out that the army and Navy have a football game. Every year. She's like, I mm-hmm. never knew that. And I was like, Oh yeah, we watched this game every year growing up. Like all of the military games. Yeah. And just so things like that, um, where I was like, oh, yeah, this is weird. But I did like so, military guys swear in weird ways. Yeah. Where you're just like, wait, you made that sentence three times longer than it needed to be. Just so you could drop yeah. in extra swears. And it, so I uh, I appreciate it sometimes. But I do kind of I get sometimes where it's like either it does seem like you're either around people who swear a lot or you're not. So it's either like, sure. oh, yeah, no, that's realistic or they didn't swear enough or it's like always way too much so I, yeah it is hard it's got to be hard to walk that line when you are trying to write an, like an yeah. action there's, just, action there's an art to swearing you know yeah there's also an art to dialogue which isn't always easy to 
you know, between writing the dialogue and then having it directed and having the actor, you know, I get it. Yeah. Anywho. I always felt like the simplest way would be to do the lines and then have the actors drop in the swears. That seems like a simple mm-hmm. way to do it, right? Yeah. Yeah. Be like, yeah, just swear wherever it feels right. You know, like if you're going to go R, yeah. do it that way. Um, yeah. But. Cody, um, you're talking about. The I mean, aside from, so. aside from those nitpicks, I really enjoyed it. I like the humor of it. I like the holiday. Ch- you know, I love Trudy's story, and it was like, mm-hmm. I loved her believing in Christmas, even though her parents were like Santa's not real. And then she gets her walkie-talkie for you know. It was really cute to hear her talk to Santa, and you know, like you kind of mentioned earlier, that's like a big beat of the movie. Is just oh, David Harbor or you know, Santa Claus believes leaves again and gets his Christmas zing back, you know, like I thought all that was great. And there's a lot of really fun action in it. Like, were you going to yeah. talk about some of the, uh, some of the action? Oh, I loved it when he went like, I, first off shout out to them. Like, because you know, you know how I like the Vikings, right? Vikings are mm-hmm. the coolest. We can agree on that, but shout out. Cause the, you know, like Santa Claus, the way that you think of him, the imagery and all that. I think even the name Santa Claus, I'm not sure about the name though, but like, the traditional Santa Claus comes from Scandinavia. Finland, I think, is the closest. Right. So I was like, yeah, make him a cool, uh, like an old Viking raider. That's cool. That's a cool idea. Mm-hmm. You know, like have it. And where I kind of, I was like, oh, it'd be part of me wanted them to. I thought it would be cool if they went into how, like, showed how he became Santa and stuff. And then part of me is like, no, nah, I mean, it does make it like better if it's just like, you yeah, know, he was a Viking and now he's Santa. Get over it, you know? Yeah, also, yeah. This claw is real late to the game with sending back that hammer, right? He didn't need the hammer at that point. But then it's like I thought that, saying, I did becomes- think that was funny. I was like, wait, dude, hold up. Is this <laughs> is this bloody rampage continuing on through the rest of the night? Hold up. Well, he's gotta go <laughs> like, kill all the just people got trying to crusher. <laughs> so, like you said, now they're gonna do a sequel where he's just laying waste to people doing crime yeah. on Christmas. That would be fun. Uh, but- yeah, that was kind of funny that he gets skull crusher at the end. But I did, I mean, as far as that's something, you know, if you want to make a good action movie, get a good stunt guy and just get a few interesting props, you know, and that mm-hmm. can make for a really good action scene. And they did a great job with that in the movie. I really enjoyed watching, you know, you don't see too many action movies where people are fighting with sledgehammers like on an extended basis. So it was yeah. really fun to watch Santa Claus fighting people with a sledgehammer. And that was like his main weapon for a lot of the set pieces. So I thought that was a lot of fun. This is his name was Skull Crusher. <laughs> Uh, you know i don't know i just i like trudy just encouraging too is like what do you do with naughty people it's like give them a lump of coal that's right give them their lumps (laughs) he just (laughs) beats everyone up and he what ties people up and throws uh throws the rope into a snowblower (laughs) you know like i just and i mean my favorite one by far was the candy cane spear Oh, yeah. And it was barely like that, too. But it was such a class. You know, we've all done as a kid. You've made the little spear of the candy cane. And he's out here murdering people with that. It was great. It was so good. Yeah. I mean, I loved the action sequences because I felt at first when they cut away right before the impact and everything, I was like, oh, this is going to be like an older style of action movie where you never really see anything happen. You just alluded to mm-hmm. it. I was like, no, no, it's like a. It, they quickly became where it felt more like it was done more for effect and for almost like comedic effect at times, because there were lots of times where you, you would show like the candy cane spear getting pushed into someone's face and stuff. Mm-hmm. And it was like, okay, so I mean, 
I thought it was a nice mix of I feel like too many movies try to go the John Wick route where it's like, no, no, we're going to show you every single headshot. Yeah. And see the head explode versus. Yeah. And then it's been because if you try to do that, but you don't have the same skill or you're not writing the entire movie around that premise, sometimes it comes off mm-hmm. as too much. Yeah. But this struck. This is a movie I feel like that strikes a perfect balance between so many different things, right? Like you said, where it yeah. is, it's got the comedy, it's got the the cool action sequences that are well choreographed and make and look really cool. Um, and I felt like personally, I know you're the one that nitpicks the dialogue more, but I felt like the dialogue was all pretty good. Um, yeah, yeah, I think the di- yeah, I think the dialogue was pretty good for the most part. Um, I actually thought another strong. S- Point as well i thought it was a great soundtrack i thought there were a lot of really good songs in the movie i'm like i need to take a look at the soundtrack so like i need new christmas music i'm definitely gonna throw a few songs from this movie onto my playlist yeah i love so. that they, they like you say they're using that music but it was like christmasy music for an action sequence but it was like yeah for the score for the it action. was they used a lot of like themes from christmas music and then like changed the key or like you know made it sound more sinister and use that for some of the action scenes like that's really fun too yeah so good i like yeah i i I definitely appreciated that a lot Um, i really another good another good kill was the he shoves the christmas star into someone the dude's eye and then turns plugs the lights in yeah and that was one like you said you know they kind of picked and chose where they showed the impact of certain hits but that was one where like he lights on fire and then David Harbour in the corner, just like with his little Santa mittens fanning the smoke away. He's like, oh, oh. Like, yeah. that got me. That really got me. I enjoyed that. But I will yeah. say my very favorite scene of the movie was the home, the R-rated Home Alone sequence. So good. Where Trudy's right? up in the attic and she sets the booby traps for the henchmen that are coming to get her. It was, you know, it was one of those things where you're like, I have no qualms with Home Alone. I really liked Home Alone as a kid, especially. But, you know, the, everyone likes to talk about oh, Home Alone. Oh, here's the real body kind of Home Alone. They would have died all these times and it should be, you know. And of course, as a family movie, so you couldn't. But this movie was like, hey, this is an R-rated movie. We can do an R-rated Home Alone and show all the blood and guts that would happen from these booby traps that were set. And uh, I just thought it was, it was a great sequence. Yeah, I <clears throat> I was so excited when it like they like came up and there was the like the <laughs> the welcome mat with all the nails and screws and I was just like, oh my <laughs> gosh, these people are about to get messed up. It, well, it's funny too because the guy's like, hey, uh, if you're gonna set a booby trap, you have to make it so we can't see it, idiot, and <laughs> steps on the broken thing and gets the nail through his chin and then falls on the welcome mat later. Yeah, it was great. The bowling balls raining down. Yeah, it was a. Uh, it was a good little sequence. Oh, yeah. And like, I was. Oh, she got scalped on the glue. Like, yeah, oh, it went yeah. all out. Yeah. It was, it was special. It's something that, like, I feel like fit the tone because it was like, this was, it felt like this could easily, you could easily take this, I feel like, rewrite it and make it just a kid's movie. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. Because it's just such could. like a, you know, like you a could Home make Alone's this a PG action adventure style yeah. movie. Where it's like you just focus on you don't you take out all the blood and cut away a couple more times and then just have maybe like all the all you got. You wouldn't even have to reshoot it. You just got to 
recut it. Like have all the soldiers go in and then Santa come out with just like his hammer and be like, I got him. And then it's like, Santa's just knocking them out. Kids, the police are going to come and get this, get the, to get these guys. Yeah, you know? sure. <laughs> you know, that's all that's happening. You know, Santa's not definitely not killing anybody. He's just helping her with his magic, you know, mm-hmm. have him tie him up. And then instead of throwing it into a snowblower, have him string it up. So they're just sitting there, you know, classic little kids action movie. They're sitting there with their legs swinging like, who are you? Uh-huh. Santa Claus. Can I tell you my favorite line in the scene? Speaking of that. Like, yeah, yeah. Guy's like Jesus Christ. He's like, no, Santa Claus. <laughs> he kills him, and I was like, oh, that's such a good line. Yeah, that's oh, a my good gosh. one. Oh, <laughs> so good because it's Santa, you know. <laughs> and yeah. him, even like oh, when yeah. he moves the nativity, and he's like, sorry, Jesus, and he moves <laughs> out of the way. Oh you know? man, that is good. Oh. Yeah, I liked. I liked the uh, the lore of the naughty list, the way it like pops up with everything about the people and the sack of toys, of course, was great. I also thought it was fun that he did the nose up and down the chimney and that they made that a part of like the final fight scene because I, I kind of knew it was coming as soon as you see the chimney out yeah. by the cabin. You're like, oh, this is where it's happening. But I did appreciate that it was, you know, they that was one shot they went all out for. It was just like blood everywhere and then him laughing <laughs> on top of the chimney. I was like, okay, this is pretty great. This is a pretty good way to finish this fight. I was like, how are they going to use this? Like, how is him getting on top of the chimney going to help him win? Mm-hmm. I did not expect him to grab him and yeah, rip send him, him through, through the it. chimney with him and get <laughs> absolutely torched. Oh, yeah. my gosh. Uh, that's great. I. I think to a couple more, you know, a couple other notes for me, you know, I felt bad for the reindeer that Santa kept yelling at them. And so I really liked at the very end when they come back and he's like, you guys went back and got my spare sack. Like I could never stay mad at you guys. You know, I like that they made up. I also, I wish there was like a post credit, not even a post credit. I wish that like we saw him go back to Mrs. Claus too. Like Mm -hmm. honestly, if there was a sequel, I would totally, you know, I think they're like, things I would want to see a sequel of this movie for. Yeah. Um, you know, I wanted to see Mrs. Cause he talked, you know, he's like, oh, I wish I could, you know, I would absolutely tell her one more time, just how much I love her. And, you know, you know, I will say, so going on that point, right. I love that. Um, it's got, you know, so like he references, he's been doing it for like 1100 years and all that. Right. So it's like, mm-hmm. Oh, he's super old. And I liked that. Um, <clears throat> one of the things I felt like they focused on was, you know, what would you try to think how best to say it, but like, what would you care about if you had, if you were Santa and had been doing this for over a thousand years or something, you know, Mm -hmm. and it's like, what does he care about? He likes nice whiskey. He's upset that everyone gives him skin milk and he likes the homemade cookies. And the only Mm -hmm. thing he really cares about at the end of the day is getting back to Mrs. Claus, you know, and it's Mm -hmm. like, that was, you know, and just even then him, you know, being it's like, oh, Mrs. Claus and him, you know, is uh, Trudy talking about wanting her parents to get back together and him playing with his ring and saying like, you yeah, know, it's hard. It's hard work being like, oh, yeah, no. It's so I just liked the way that he as a character, like the character of Santa was portrayed of, uh, you know, he's a magical being that he's like, I don't know how I got here. I'm just here. You know, I used to be a bad dude. Yeah. Now I'm doing this cool stuff. And, you know, like even though he's like lost sight, you could say. I don't think he's lost sight about what Christmas is about. He's just lost sight of the fact that anybody still besides him cares. Yeah. Um, and that's, this seems to be the main thing that he's 
you know, Santa, but he's not perfect. And he's like, so I was like, that's mm-hmm. kind of cool. It's like an interesting take on Santa, right? Because you got like Tim Allen. And now, uh, you know, that's what the show's about. That's their they're tie in together. Ooh, Santa Claus and Violent Night, they're in the same universe. Yeah, I mean, it's right there. They're so yeah. close. The you signs really... are there. Wake up, sheeple. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, I thought Santa was well written. I liked his, I liked all his dialogue with Trudy. Um, and you kind of see him turn softer when he's like, I'm talking to someone on the nice list. And, you know, he, um, I really like that. I also, I appreciated some of the, they didn't try to explain it. Some of the lore where they're just like, it's Christmas magic. I don't know how it works. I don't know how the sack works. I don't know how the, you know, I don't know how the chimney thing works. It's just Christmas magic. And I liked that that was like a point of frustration when he's talking to the bad guys and being intimidated. He's like, I don't know how it works. It's Christmas magic, you know? And then he goes off the chimney and the two bad guys are like, I think that's the real Santa Claus, you know? And it's just kind of funny to see John Leguizamo get frustrated. Also, if, okay, here's one more nitpick. He shouldn't, look, if he's going to be the Scrooge, he should be redeemed at the end. He should be the Grinch because he stole Christmas when he was a kid and he's mad at Christmas. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. He's not really a Scrooge. He's more of a Grinch. Yeah, I mean, I agree. Yeah. I guess Scrooge and Grinch aren't, aren't that different and they both get redeemed, but you know, see more of a Grinch guy than a Scrooge guy. Yeah. I got to think, I think he should have been Krampus, but then that would have displayed <laughs> a knowledge of Christmas lore that he obviously did not mm, possess. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. So, you know? Yeah. Uh, I mean, man. So, I mean, those, those are basically my notes of the movie. Um, I mean, yeah, I, I liked the family I did appreciate the family killing the bad guy. It shouldn't have been Krampus. It should have been someone else. But, um, you know, they throw the throw the alcohol on the fire to distract him. And then they just start. I thought it was funny. They were just, they beat him with all those stupid little tools by the fire. Like my grandma had the decorative ones growing up. But they never used their fireplace. So it's just it was so funny to me. I was like, this is the perfect thing to use for a home invasion, you know, and you actually get to see them use it. And um, yeah, I, I I did think that was funny. and all the rich people talking about each other and trying to throw each other in the bus. I will say the mom was another example for me, the grandma of like, okay, they're, they're trying a little too hard with some of the swearing. Like they're making her out to be like, so over the top. I wish if I could recast her, it would be uh, Lucille Bluth from rest of development. Just like mm. perfect amount of, you know, she's going to absolutely say something to roast her kids. She's not to swear too much, but she definitely will swear a little bit. Um, I don't know. So that that is one character I would retool a little bit. Yeah, I do feel like they tried to make her out like, oh, yeah, no, she's the worst. She deserves this. And then at the end, they're like, man, they're a happy family. And I'm like, but she's yeah. still the worst. She, Although, the reason she's I, proud of her yeah. son is because he stole money that she stole. I will say I did appreciate that where she was like, I'm not imagine where you finally like showed that you had the, what it took. You know, I, <laughs> I did kind of think that was funny. I was like, oh, of course, that's the one thing you, you know you would appreciate about your son is him being as terrible a person as you are. But yeah, yeah. she's like, it's in the lightstone blood. We're all dicks or something like, yeah, that was funny. But I, th- I thought it was really cute that the parents got back together and, you know, you know, cause Santa's like, Hey, my magic doesn't work like that. I can't make that, you know, wish come true, but then it does come true. And so for that aspect, that's like the holiday cheer part of it. We're like, man, there's also like a sweet holiday story in the middle of all this blood. and um blood and uh, guts you know so like you said it's it's quite a fine balance and it's balancing a lot of things and they, they did a pretty good job with it i think 
I think it maybe needed one more rewrite or, you know, I almost, David Harbour was great. I wish there were a couple more familiar faces in some of the cast, maybe. Um, I think there's just a slightly better movie within this movie, but they did do a a good job and I, I really enjoyed it and I would recommend it. Yeah. I mean, anything we missed out on what else, what else was on your mind from watching this one? Um, trying to think because i'm sure there's a million things in the movie that stood out that were awesome i just i don't know i really liked i liked the the action sequence like you were saying you thought it was gonna be i i liked that they had the moment where it was like all of the guys going into the big um like landscaping shed like build it and then um him taking them all out and all that you know and having that be rather than him have like a list his like naughty list that he was crossing the names off of yeah yeah I, I preferred that. I will say Tiffany agrees with you that the naughty nice list was her favorite part of the movie. She really, really yeah. liked how it looked and it was how cool. it worked and everything. It was a good um, prop and good effect. Yeah, I liked how I did like, I thought it was interesting. You know, you talked about it earlier. The message of the movie was is very much like kids Christmas movie type message where, you know, it's like, oh yeah, no, it's an action movie where he saves the day. But at the end, it's like everybody's there caring only about you know, money and all that. And then at the end, it's like, oh, what's the most important thing? You know, is all oh, this family and spending time mm-hmm. together. And I was just like, oh my gosh, did they just have Santa <laughs> lay waste to a bunch of soldiers? And then at the end, be like, and that's the true meaning of Christmas. And it, <laughs> yeah. and it worked. And they did. Yeah. Um, shout out to that, you know, the to gingerbread say, to, saying they don't celebrate his favorite uh, holiday, Boxing Day, and then just laying a guy out. Yeah. You know, he doesn't. Uh, yeah. That's the only that they indicate that indicates he killed that man with a single punch because mm-hmm. everybody else they kill. Also, yeah. those are, they're lightstone. Uh, here's the thing, you know, here's something I didn't know, Cody. Mm-hmm. They're def- they're definitely like defense contract people, right? So they make guns or sell guns or uh, sell people that shoot guns, you know? Yeah. I didn't realize how much that is up here in New England, which. Hmm. Don't get too uppity, Connecticut. I know I just concluded you in New England, but better watch yourself, right? But, but where all? Well, where else are you going to be, Connecticut? That's my question in Connecticut. If you're not the Northeast, what are you? Midwest? South? No, no, no. Here's you the thing. Are right, let me educate you here. Oh no, Connecticut is the epitome of. We grant you a seat on the council, but would not the rank of master with New England. Yeah, it is very funny. begrudgingly allowed to be part of. I think mostly by Massachusetts. I don't think any other state really cares, but yeah. it is funny. They're like, Ugh, you know, like fine. You can be part of it. Oh man. That's great. Well, it's like when I was living in Kentucky. It's like, yeah, the South doesn't want to claim us, but neither does the Midwest. So Kentucky has got Kentucky the chicken, is, you know, I talked to someone. He's like, yeah, I call it the mid South. It's just, <laughs> just kind of right in the middle and nobody wants it. And uh, here we are. You know, since we're on the topic, I feel like Kentucky does suffer from a similar thing of like it's in that band of states where it's like you're you have south and you have north and they mix Mm -hmm. we're like nobody really wants to be like oh yeah no we're in the south unless if someone's like oh yeah we're in the south then that's a racist cody yeah absolutely (laughs) that's all that is that's what's kind of funny because i was in western kentucky they're like yeah eastern kentucky there's a lot more like let's just say it confederates so um but western kentucky is much less so not that they still aren't there you know but 
it's just funny being in like a college town in Kentucky as well, where it's like, look, we're not those people, but yes, this is our state. And also none of the other states around us want to claim us. So yeah, just kind of funny. Yeah, man. <laughs> but anyway, now, you know, now you know what Violent Night Christmas is like in, uh, in New England, Connecticut. Yeah, there you go. I mean, I'm pretty sure you look, can rent that I house. The movie. So, you know, I thought it was ambitious and uh, I really enjoyed it. Great job, David Harbour. And, um, you know, I, I think it could be a touch better, but it was very good. I enjoyed it. I would definitely recommend it. And like we talked about, there aren't that many Christmas movies that are true Christmas movies. And there aren't that many Christmas movies that are actually good. And I think this one falls in the category of a good movie and also a true Christmas movie. But yeah. it's also an action movie, you know, like that's a tough balance. And uh, my, my hat's off for them for going for it and actually delivering on that. Yeah, like I thought I was thinking the same thing as we were watching. I was like, this is like. It is a Christmas movie. Yeah. And it is like, on Christmas. There is Santa Claus. There are presents. There's Christmas magic. There's, you know, a Christmas message is, is the real deal. Yeah, man. Well, Tyler, what would you rate this? If you're going to give it a letter grade, what would you slap on this one? Yeah, I'm a, you know, I'm going to give it an A. I'm going to give it an A. Wow. All right. Well, I look, I, I enjoyed it a lot. I think it's a good one. I don't know. I think I'd have to go a touch lower, but I would go a B. Solid B. Um, you know, take give it a rewrite, cast a couple more folks I like in it, and it could definitely be an A. It's not far off. All right. Well, there you go. I would check this one out. This is a good, you know, if you've got a lot of adults in your family at Christmas and you're looking for a movie, I would definitely check this one out. Give this one a go this year. Yeah, I mean, like, <laughs> it's a good, it's a Christmas movie. It's it is really like it's got the attitude of a grown up home alone. And but it's also like you said, mm -hmm. it's like what if Die Hard was actually a Christmas movie with right. Home Alone in it? That's yep. all it is. It's good. Santa. Man, it's a good one. Well, that's all there is. That's all from me. Want to say thanks to everyone for listening. You can share us and uh, review us on your favorite podcast apps. We're also on social media at Opinion Havers, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Until next time. Watch movies and have opinions. Oh, oh, was I right about the ho 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 thing or what? With oh the yeah, it's perfect. That's a he good. It. He nailed it. I mean, David Harbour, give this man some work. You know, yeah, yeah.